Hey, everybody, welcome to Speaking of Schmodown, sports talk show devoted to the movie trivia Schmodown. I'm Jay Wade. As usual, we've got our numbers guy, our stats man, uh, the, the smartest guy with numbers that I personally know, and that's the truth. Uh, because pretty much everyone I know is not good at numbers. My dad. My dad's good at numbers. Yeah. Shout out to my dad if you're watching, sir. Very good. Now I feel bad. Now I feel like my dad's sitting there watching this going, damn it, boy. I, I, I taught you math. I, I I always did. Now I feel like a disappointment. Wait, Double your parents t- actually watch your show? Oh, my God. Dude, my- that's, that's never been heard of. I've never heard of that. Oh my God, Jay, you're lucky. You should praise your dad more often, Jay. I should come over to Ohio and just bitch smack you. I'm happy to be here otherwise. Eh, yeah, my parents watch. Well, I don't know how often, but they watch whatever I do if they see it's on and stuff. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but Double D uh, is here. Also, guys, from Euro Schmo, we've had to read them before. Now we've got Liam on. How are you doing, Liam? Yes, greetings from England. Thank you for having me on. I'm doing really well, thank you. Excited to talk Schmodown as ever. Oh, yeah. Hey, I've got a question for you, Liam. Um, when cats and When cats meow, do they meow with a British accent? You know, I wouldn't know because I don't know what they meow in America like. So do they meow with an American accent, I guess, is my response to that question. Yeah. It's like saying, "Do you fart more British?" Now that one's true. Oh, okay. <laughs> and we've got that schmo from the north who uh, having a little bit of tech issues, so he'll be on screen with us. And I'm producing the show as well as hosting, so that'll be awesome. I love that. It's kind of fun. Thank but, you. Uh, I- uh, what about, do cats meow in a French accent? No, not at all. But, you know, as Double D is the smartest man in maths, I'm the most annoying person you know that speaks French. So I'm happy to be on. And it's going to be weird not producing it and not being in the background. But the idiot that I am forgot my charger, my laptop, and my office. So no producing for me. And uh, at least we won't double-click people in and out, Jay Wade. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, I know. That's all on me now. So... (laughs) I don't know. I've got control of the buttons now, but uh, we're doing a shorter show uh, this week um, and we're going to go ahead and get started. No hot matches this week. And we're going to go ahead and just get started talking about the Scrimshaw versus Goldlinger match. And uh was not here pre-show when I said this, uh, but yes, I found myself like, like rooting physically and verbally rooting for Scrimshaw at a certain point in this match. And it, it was amazingly great, and I really, really enjoyed it. Dude. I, I, I did. I, I'm, you know, I, I, I what can I say? Sorry, Gold Leader, uh, uh, but I would take Harper over Gold Leader any day, anyway. But, uh, but yeah, I was rooting for Scrimshaw at a certain point, and I didn't even realize it, and I was just like, wow. Yeah, he definitely did a much better job than I thought he was going to do because I actually, I actually saw him play in Chicago. Two times, uh, both at the McCormick Place and at the live event in Chicago. So, uh, but I did have him losing this match ultimately because I think uh, Gold Leader has a better consistent track record, and therefore I had him for the win. But I, I gotta say, I was rooting for him. I was, I was excited for him. I'm like, okay, you got it, you got it. But you know, obviously, he just has some bad luck in this mode. Yeah, yeah. 
was gonna say he has the toughest draw doesn't he like he had dimalanta last year in a twitch tournament and now he gets gold leader who i think is a future champion there was one opportunity at the beginning he went one point up in round one and i thought okay if he as hard as it is this is his chance because he's probably not going to get another one if he's perfect from here he's gonna do it but he couldn't quite pull it out but I don't think gold leaders missed in round two or three yet. He may have gone multiple choice a couple of times, but yeah, he, uh, he went multiple choice twice. Yeah, but like he's, it's very unlikely he's going to miss. So I knew when he had a two point or three point advantage after round one, I was like, that's kind of game over. I'm sorry, Scrimshaw did so well to get it all the way to the end, but I just I never had any doubt that gold leader would put it out. And I must have no soul. I was really rooting against uh, uh, against. Um, for me, I like him, but I love Gold Leader a lot more. You give me Harper versus Gold Leader, Harper all the fucking way. But if Harper is not in the in the picture, for me it's Gold Leader. And no. I like I, I, I like Scrimshaw, but I find that he was good in back in the day Star Wars. But Star Wars has evolved so much. The competition has evolved so much. I really don't find he has his place anymore. He's a really knowledgeable guy. But he's not a S level tier player. Like you have to be to really dominate in Star Wars because it's such a specialty uh, type of, of league. And I just find FCL maybe. I just don't think he has his place anymore. Uh, and kind of concluded. And I wanted his not journey to end, but I wanted to have a confirmation. And I kind of did. He did amazing. But it's always that he did amazing but lost. An amazing but lost. At one point. You know, fool me once, fool me twice, but third time, fourth time, like, do this something is, with it. I don't think this was a confirmation, dude. The, the, uh, not that he's that he's done or anything, dude. He's he's looked better now than I've ever personally remembered seeing him. And yet he could win. That's not a confirmation that like and yet he could win. Uh, yeah, now I mean, dude, the progression. Janine the machine is a perfect example. When she started, she had the character work down, man. It was great. She was lacking a little bit in the in the uh, the trivia aspect. Over this amount of time, dude, she is killing it, dude. She is she's absolutely amazing and blowing it out of the water, man. So you can't you can't count them out like that. But I do want to ask one real quick thing about Scrimshaw here uh, before I move it on to someone else to talk. Um, was it just me, or did it kind of seem like we saw a little bit different personality from Scrimshaw uh, during this match that we have in the past? It just it didn't feel like the Scrimshaw that I remember watching as far as personality wise and interaction. I think he's more serious. I mean, when I at the Chicago events, he just seemed like the the Jedi, the very, uh, very. He, he does seem a little bit different. He's taking this a little bit more seriously. He's a little bit more direct, but he still has that character that I think I love more. But obviously, I do like the more serious tone. So yeah, you're 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 right that he's a little bit different. He's taking this a little bit more seriously. But the fact is, is that he just went up against a very He's going against up some really top level competitors. If it was going up against maybe Marie Wilson or some of the other Dragon Con players, I think that's where he could actually uh, win the most. But he just has that bad luck of getting some top level competitors to go against. 
I think you have to give a lot of credit to Shannon as well. I think that might be partly why his interactions were so much fun in this match, especially the interaction where she said you need to beat yourself, which I know was not as she intended it, but that was one of my favourite <laughs> moments of the whole match because it was just so funny, even though it was obviously meant in a different context. Uh, you can't be saying that and not expect to laugh out of me because my I have an extremely dirty mind, as Teresa would know on Eurosmith. So, uh, yeah, that was really fun. But I, I have to disagree with Frenchie on Scrimshaw. So I, I still think he has a place. I agree with what Double D just said. You know, if you put him against someone else, I think there's a real good chance he can win. And I know this, your argument was he's played lots of matches and he hasn't quite done it. But look at who he's played. Like, he's playing the, the highest level competitor. This last match before this was Dimalanta. Um, it's not exactly an easy ride he's had. I, I think originally in one of the brackets, if Harper didn't didn't win, he might have had a slightly easier match. And I would love to have seen that bracket. But unfortunately, he got gold leader. And gold leader is crazy hot at the moment. And he's also played all year. Scrimshaw's just come back. So we have to bear that in mind as well. But I, I think he could I think he's still one of the competitors that could challenge. And I just I just think he needs a bit more luck. I, no, he, he's done. I say he's done. Like to be in Star Wars, to be in Star Wars, you have to be a certain level. Like back in the day, me. Okay? It's very no, no, it's, It was very limited. But no, no, no. It was very limited. But now you have more and more competitors that it's like it, it didn't feel like. Again, he has a basic, really incredible knowledge, but I don't think he's the type of guy who will study eight hours a day, go in it, and that's what brings you to champions, or at least advances you in rounds. Goal leader is one of them. Uh, uh, Harper is one of them. That's who Demon he just is not one of them. That's who scrimshaw. And that's that's why he's not top tier. <laughs> Okay, okay. Please just move on. Agree to disagree. We're going to go ahead and move on to the second match uh, of the of the week. We have to. Um, deception versus chaos theory. Uh, I had I had called that deception would win this. What an amazingly fun oh, team. Um, but that was chaos theory gave them a yeah. run, dude. I was shocked. Um, and Yes, dude. I want to see a lot more deception, though, in the future, like just cleaning house. Yeah, I mean, Chaos Theory, I mean, I did have deception winning also, but I was surprised to see Chaos Theory just give them a fighting chance. And they were, they, it's not like they were tied one round. They went through the whole match where they were tied. So that's impressive. In fact, I thought that they would take the upset, but. Sure enough, uh, that first uh, sudden death question, we saw Jacoby just stumble, and it's like, oh, it's over. Everyone else was just scribbling out their answer, and you could just see, like, uh, uh, just panicking. Mm -hmm. That moment, that was it for me. But, yeah, I, I hope that they come back next season because I think they could actually do a lot better uh, next season. I had Deception winning as well, but I didn't think it'd be as close as it was. And you have to give immense credit to um, Chaos Theory. <laughs> and uh, um, sorry, it's try not to be distracted. And yeah, the thing I really made me my heart sink though was the way it ended, and especially in teams. 
for some one person of a team to miss a sudden death question is horrible at least if it's in singles you only you, you know you can take it on the chin it's just you but you kind of let your partner down as well and everyone got it so quickly and he just couldn't quite pull it it's like a penalty shoot out i know that pain as an england fan i'm talking soccer reference now i gotta get it in because i'm english and um you know we lost on penalties in the euros this year and it was horrendous and the player that missed the final one he had to take that one and i feel like jacoby is in that box now but well done chaos fury you played so much better than i was expecting um and yeah i i hope they stay a team i don't want them to break up chaos theory for me i had them to win i was going for the upset because I know Jacoby is amazing. I know his partner was, I loved actually better his character in the FCL, the whole TV guy thing. I actually like that angle. That the insult of like, I know TV so much, but I know enough to, uh, about movies, but my knowledge about movies is so good that it will be everyone else. It was so arrogant that he felt kind of like, mm, to me, character wise, but it's funny, right? They have such a good communication and chemistry. It makes sense why they were paired together. Yet they lost, and yet you got a team like King Arthur, which are two amazing, amazing uh, players, which is Khan and uh, Newms, right? And their communication was all over the place. One was calling, you know, final answer without even consulting, and, and they still won, right? So... It's sad for me to, to see them go in this tournament like this because I would have loved to see the evolution of their communication. If it was that good, their first match, I don't think it's the end of them. I really think they're going to... Like, Roxy has nothing in a sense. That they have Andreco, but if we have, like, re-signs or things like she can keep players, I would keep both of them just to be able to save that team. And, and I was about to say, like, uh, and, and I, Roxy did not have a great draft, and she's not had a great roster at all. Uh, but yeah, so because of that, I I came into this just expecting Chaos Theory to get get mowed over, dude. I really was. I figured it'd be a blowout, man. But uh, she did a good job with these two, at least uh, as far as drafting them and then putting them together. Very nice move. Yeah, and, and I do want to see more of them in the future as well. Uh, Deception, though, I don't know, man. Deception might de Deception might be one of my new favorite teams, man. Yeah, so... Uh, Go ahead, man. Well, that wasn't me. Oh, sorry. <laughs> sorry about that. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so with Deception, with uh, Chaos Theory being out of the singles of the team's tournament, and with uh, corruption taking the home the singles belt at the end of this tonight, I think I'm safe enough to say that the stars might actually be out of the points race because they are so far behind in points that they would need to get knockouts for every single competitor that Alex Damon and Janine the Machine to win in the tournaments just to catch up to where corruption is right now. So I think as of right now, the stars are probably out of the uh, the tournament of uh, the points race, and uh, because right now they're at uh, corruptions at sixty eight, and they're high with all the knockout points with Alex Damon and Star Wars tournament and Janine the Machine in the singles tournament, and the, the spectacular matches, 
and they got to get the belts with knockouts, that's 68 points. So it's like it's, it's going to be too hard to catch up to them. So I think it's safe to say that the Stars are out of the uh, the points race. Well, we will see. Um, we're gonna we're gonna move on to our last one here. We got a few minutes left. Uh, Adam Collins versus Brendan Meyer. Uh, I had Meyer picked to win this one, and just so no one is sitting sitting uh, out there watching in TV land or listening in podcast land, going, "Yeah, right, you didn't pick all these." Hey, guys, on screen in the notes, do I or do I not have highlighted? I highlighted the three that, that won before the matches. You can't verify that actually happened. No, yeah. Because I always saw you taking the win. Are you highlighting the win? Dude, I know. I started to say it. I was like, dude, this is good. This is the greatest thought that I've ever had. And then midway through it, it all just fell apart, dude. Uh, But Adam Collins versus Brendan Meyer. I had Meyer winning this one. Um, I don't don't know why I didn't have Collins winning it. I just – I like Brendan Meyer a lot. Uh, Yeah. Go for it, Frenchie. I, I know why you didn't have uh, Collins. Um, I saw this post on, on Facebook recently, and it's kind of true. The sophomore rookie curse is there. You know, you got Oyama. You got um, – what's his face? Uh, fuck, man. I forgot it. Um, lightning time. Uh, Irwin, yeah, Irwin. And now you got Collins. Winners. And then really bad seasons after. He has not performed teams. He needs someone. That's the thing. He seems to need that connection, but he seems to not be able to reproduce the luck and or skill that proposed him last season. I don't know. It's because he tasted teams and maybe found more his niche, right? Which is not a bad thing. Or luck was not on his way or luck was too much on his way last season. But this is not shaping up as as should be. So I was taking kid because normally, hell, Harper, uh, not Harper, um, oh. the Coyote was my number one draft pick in one of my rookie, uh, one of my fantasy leagues. I want him to win. I just don't believe him is going to win now. Yeah, I had Colin win because I pick him, uh, win this match because uh, just but I knew it was going to be close. I think I thought this was going to be like the closest match. I thought this was going to be the deception chaos match that we got uh, uh, on Thursday. So the fact that it was like where Brendan Meyer was up and Adam was down a point, I'm like it's still close. And in statistics that I'm looking at, that's still enough to get you the win at some points, but. The rule of thumb is that if you gain your lead in round two, odds are that's the person who's going to win. And obviously that just kind of proved it uh, with uh, Brendan Meyer. I wonder if with Collins, you know, last year there was absolutely no expectation. I think that probably helped him through his tournament. He's now come into this year having won last year's tournament, become beating Dan Merrill spectacular. There's so much expectation, and I wonder if that's probably why he's not done as well. And like you said, Frenchie, this, we saw the same thing happen with other players. But I also had Colin, so I was a bit disappointed that I'm even further down in my prediction league. But hey-ho, got to give it to Brendan. He was deserved winner. Yeah, he, he won. It wasn't that Colin's lost. I think he actually won the match, if that makes sense. Yeah. Uh, Frenchie, do you have any final thoughts on this before we move on to uh, to our next segment? You're muted. You yeah, um, 
I'm curious now to see what kind of columns are we going to get next year? I mean, we got like Irwin bounce back force, uh, really found his in, inner core strength to really dominate. Right. And find a partner that really works. He already found his partner, but I think he still needs to find himself again in singles. I just, I'm curious to see if he really bounces back because this was, there's a luck luster. And then the, also, I don't like the, <clears throat> I don't like the progression of his character. I know it's, it's something that he's had a hard time with and he's been vocal about it. I, I know he's trying things. I just want him to come back to what he was, right? himself not try to to overdo the certain things and start doing stories and stuff and i just want to see collins be collins and maybe a tiny bit higher and just work on his trivia because he's trying to be too much of of a character a low-key character but you can see he has little monologues and a little phone and i find it doesn't work for him concentrate on his pure knowledge destroy his opponent and stop worrying things like character work it doesn't suit him uh i can agree with that uh, you know i mean yeah i don't disagree uh but uh on that note guys we're gonna move on because i'm gonna talk dirty to you for a second math it is time for double d's sexy numbers uh dan what do you got for Oh, apparently Jake cut himself <laughs> off. So today we got Star Wars related stuff. Uh, thanks to Frenchie, he won this uh, uh, topic to be discussed. And if, so the question is, is what are the accuracy rates of the Star Wars category? So Liam, I, I'm not going to ask you too specifically about Star Wars because it's a very niche thing. But uh, do you, what's your... Uh, sets of movies do you think are the highest accuracy the originals the prequels the sequels mm. or the anthology films see my gut would say the originals but now i'm thinking because they are so beloved i wonder if the questions are a little more difficult so i'm actually going to go with the prequels okay well let's see if uh, you're right so for the top four categories uh top one takes rise of skywalker with an average of 10 points but of course, they've only appeared twice, so that's a 100% accuracy. Because it is the last film that's been out, and so few categories, uh, occurrences uh, of that category, uh, that's probably why it's so accurate, because it's not been used that much, and there hasn't been that many times we've seen it. Uh, at number two, we have The Phantom Menace, averaging nine points and occurring around uh, eight times uh, in the, the Shmonan history which is a 90% uh, accuracy rate. And number three is Attack of the Clones uh, with five occurrences, and that's an 88% accuracy. And rounding up the top four is Return of the Jedi to uh, Mark Ellis's uh, Glee uh, with nine occurrences at 86% accuracy. So prequels are high up there. Uh, my, my next question for you is, do you think, now obviously these accuracy rates are going to go down. Question is, is how uh, steep is this going to trajectory go? Is it going to be, do you think it's going to be really steep or do you think it's going to be very narrow? With Star Wars the way it is at the moment, I have to say narrow. Well, let, well let's see uh, what the trend is. Uh, so the next four accurate categories is a new, uh, number five is uh, A New Hope with nine occurrences, and that's 
uh, 84 accuracy. Surprisingly, mixed bag is number six with five occurrences, uh, again, at 84% uh, accuracy. Uh, mm -hmm. Last Jedi is at four occurrences with 83%. Uh, and Force Awakens, the last of the sequel trilogy, at 12 occurrences. This is the highest occurrence rate uh, with 82% uh, accuracy. So really, the sequel trilogy is higher up there, but prequels are still up there as well. Uh, with the next four, uh, uh, this would be uh, 9 through 12, we have Rogue One with 10 occurrences at 79%. So it's really starting to drop really low. Uh, uh, Heroes and Villains comes in at number 10 uh, with three occurrences, and it's at 77% accuracy. Solo is at six uh, occurrences with uh, 75%. And Revenge of the Sith, the last of the prequels, is at five occurrences with 68%. That's pretty surprising. Yeah. <laughs> I actually wanted to, to talk something. This is interesting. I think this shows the genius of Harper. Remember his match? He spun. He went on Revenge of the Sith. And he said, this is a two-hour-and-a-half movie. And mm. I think I'm going to go for something that maybe has less potential depth. This shows that he knows he studied it because Revenge of Sith 6.8, five times 68%. He was onto something. This is a long movie that you can pull a lot of things, and if you take it, you might fuck yourself up. Yep. But there's actually other categories that you can pull that will screw up other people. So let's go into the least accurate categories. Uh, at number 13, we have villains, uh, with an average, again, one occurrence at a 60% uh, accuracy rate. Empire Strikes Back, my personal favorite, seven occurrences, 57% accuracy. And I think it's because everyone is so accustomed to it mm. that everybody knows it. Everybody knows the line. So they have to go deep dive. Really like, deep. Yeah. So to know it. So that's why I think that's why it's so least accurate. And the final two are not even movies. Uh, it's Who Said It and Weapons, Vehicles, and Technology. They each had one occurrences. Each of them are at 40% accurate. So if you really want to screw up somebody, take these categories. If it lands on opponent's choice, this is probably your best bet because you have to cover almost everything and all the, all the movies. And it's just a little overwhelming uh, for this. So what do you think, Liam? Yeah, I, I think the most shocking to me is that Revenge of the Sith was that low. Because, But then when I think about it, it does make a lot of sense because, you know, as French said, it's a really long movie and there's so much that happens within it. I mean, there's that scene of all the Jedi being murdered, which is like a one-minute scene, yet there's so much potential to ask questions from that, and we've seen that. Um, weapons, vehicles, and who said it? Do they, do they still have these as categories? Because I don't think we've seen them I, in a while. I think we, we haven't seen them in a while, but I think they do because you do need 12 uh, uh, pegs. Mm. Two of them are um, obviously spinner's choice and uh, uh, opponent's choice. So I think it's only... I think they appear very... Uh, they do appear not as frequent, but I think they're there. Uh, weapons of certainly everyone's category they hope to avoid in the final round yeah so i think they are also in uh, like the final round and in round one yeah. but maybe trip them up a little bit because again it's so again these are all round two questions 
So the fact that I think that if you put them in like other rounds, I think this is your best bet to trick up people and maybe even uh, uh, gain that, get that potential win much easier. Uh, but you know what? We have someone special on the phone, uh, Roxy Stryer. Who do you think about my numbers, Roxy? You had the sexiest numbers by far. And, and she knows what she's talking about when it comes to sexy numbers. Mm -hmm. uh, that's awesome, man. Uh, I, I actually I understood a lot of that. So kudos to me. <laughs> um, okay. Hold on one second. How do you do this? Uh, listen to me. Okay. There we go. And then I'm going to go ahead and do this. Producer and host, baby. See? Look at that. The, the, the audio listeners. Lieberman's. Lieberman is listening to this at double speed, and he's like, dude, what the fuck is going on there today? I might lose a job. Fuck, man. Oh, no, there's no way. I don't want to do this while I'm on screen. Um, we are going to talk about uh, – before we are going to play a game, uh, guess that schmodown. We're going to play actual guess who rules. Um, but before we do that, we are going to talk about the, the big NYC live event that's about to happen and to kind of segue us into that, I want to put up this comment from Ryan here. Question. The Twitter war between Chance and Marisol has been great for building the match with shots fired. Any way Chance leaves KO uh, corruption after this year? Uh, we'll start with Liam. What do you think? It's, I think it depends on what happens with the factions. We don't know exactly. Shad if it is free, Shannon's got a really, really tough choice to make because... There's a very good chance Deception, um, at least one of their members, is going to have a belt still, if it's Marisol or the team. But she's also got to be loyal to Mike. So uh, it's so hard. Who do you get rid of out of those four? Maybe Chance is the one. Who I, my guess is whoever loses tonight, potentially that's the one that's going to go. How, Dude, how do you handle the – and I'm just going to say it. How do you handle the heat – of being uh, a female manager and you drop the first female sing uh, singles champ. Oh, that I is mean, a that's good point. Just that right there is some heat. Uh, so I don't know if that's something Shannon would want to go. Yeah, look, um, I personally, and again, Schmodown relationship aside, I say, Kale, the, you should move on. Like, make a storyline out of it. But realistically, not going to happen. Is it bad for, is it good for corruption to keep chance? Yes. But chance has to think about chance. If he has the chance <laughs> uh, to go somewhere else, it's time to move on. I would love to see him on a dungeon. I would love to see him on a usual suspects. Bring that different dynamic. Bring something new because chance is amazing. It's good. But I think he's held back by, by KO. Give him new dynamics. Give him, make him the leader role almost for uh fuck Roxy uh, for the stars. They need a leader. They need something, and he needs to to shine through and not always be in the shadow. And like Marisol actually was newer and overshadowed him. Now she's a champion. So change in, in scenery will do good for him, but will be bad for corruption. Yeah, th thanks for, thank you, Ryan, for bringing this up because I uh, wanted to talk about this. I think they are setting up for Chance to leave Corruption because other than Shazam, I think Corruption is the longest uh, play, has 
played the most matches out of all of Shmodown history. I, I have to check my numbers, but I think it's either Shazam and Corruption. And I feel like Chance, I agree with you, Frenchie, that Chance is being held back by Mike. I think that's part of the storyline as of right now. That's why they're kind of building up so that way they can give Chance that out. And I just feel that with Chance leaving, it's going to give him like a, a way to get out of Mike's shadow. It's always, uh, Mike has always said like, this is my protege. I train him. I want to see him succeed. And it's like, yeah, well, now he's turning on you. I think that would be the best uh, uh, storyline right up that. So I think that's what they're setting up. Whether he wins or loses, I think that's where it's going to go, if not tonight or at the end of the season. Um, uh, but let's go around the horn here real quick before we move on to the undercard match. Uh, who do you got, Dan? Uh, Marisol McKee or Chance Ellison tonight? Oh, this is a tough one, but I, I gotta say that I gotta say Marisol. I, I think she's just—I have a feeling like she's bringing it more, but I'm not doubting Chance's uh, ability to take it. So I—I I, I am picking Marisol. Liam, what do you think? I'm also Marisol, but it's extremely tough. I've picked Chance and Marisol every match they've had this year, so the fact they're now playing each other is like the hardest choice to make, but. I have to stick with my favorite player, which is Marisol. And Fringy. And I would say Marisol, sudden death, second round. Very specific. Yeah, it's they, they are teammates in a sense, right? They're not in teams. Right. But it's, it, it's like... I don't, in any sport, I'm not just going to reference hockey, okay? Yeah, BJ Wade. Uh, in any sport, it's like you played for with someone for years and years and years, and you train with them, and then you get exchanged, and then you have a match against them. Not only is it going to be an amazing match, but you can like you can see the person reads the other person before being, they think, right? So it's going to be so close. A lot of strategy. They're teammates, and Corruption wins in points no matter what. But I think they're competitive enough to really play it smart to the point that they're going to be equal and it's going to come down to the wire. But Marisol will be victorious. Yep. And I am also taking Marisol. So, yeah. Uh, as far as Horowitz and uh, Newman, uh, I got Griffey Nooms. I don't know if that's a hot take. I still don't know what the fuck a hot take is, but if that I don't know if that's a hot take or not. But I got I got Nooms uh, taking this over Horowitz. Uh, Double D, what do you think on this? Yeah, this is a coin cost for me as well, uh, but I gotta go the other wait, way. Wait, I, I think... wait, 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 wait. I never said anything about a coin toss. I said I said without doubt and very confidently not, that Nooms was gonna take this one. I'm not saying I'm saying I disagree with you. I think Josh Horowitz is going to take this. Oh, oh, yeah. maybe that's the hot take. I don't know. For, from my seat, you're burning up over there, man. The smoke rolling off your head. But uh, I don't know, man. Why? Like what? Because okay, they both have proven themselves uh, in singles division for sure, but. I mean, what what makes you give uh, Horowitz the edge? I feel like Horowitz is more uh, 
he actually thinks about the answer before. Now we've seen it in teams where he just goes with it, go with uh, especially his last match uh, with King uh, Arthur. I just feel like Josh Horowitz is a little bit more patient. He contemplates his answer for uh, for a little bit longer, and usually that's what the greats do: is they think about the answer first before they say. I think that uh, Griffey Noom's uh, fast response is going to bite him in the butt. I, I really think that's what's going to happen. Uh, Liam, what are your feelings on this? Are you on this Team Dan or the uh, Team Jay? So I'm with Dan on this, but I don't think it's a hot take either way. I think both picks are acceptable. I don't think it's going to be an upset. Whoever wins, it's going to be close. But I do give it to Horowitz, and partly why is because of management. We've seen Coy in a live setting, especially when I think about Perry match with Bateman. He's, a, he's brilliant. He, he ramps up his players... And I think that'll be really useful in this live match. And it might just give him that extra edge when, you know, um, Griffey Nooms has got someone managing him. I'm assuming it's Gucci. I think he's there. But is that really management? I still don't know what that man does. So at least Koi can ramp him up, get him motivated. And that's my hot take. Liam, I, I wanted you on the show. I liked you. Now I, I have a sudden distaste for British people. All right. Uh, now, um, Burn. Uh, but, but I got to say, uh, Jay Wade, eh, Jay Wade, I, I'm happy you finally see the light and support the Finstock and change. You, you you come to your reason, Jay Wade. You realize they are going to win this year with your support of Nooms. And I agree. Nooms is going to win. Horowitz is amazing. Okay? He is purely amazing. But Nooms is a phenomenon on its own. Combined with a phenomenon on its own, which is Gucci. And if he's not there, he's got Ty. He's got Moose. They are such an interesting team dynamic that the pressure is a bit on Nooms right now because they need to rack out the most points they can. But the fact that the the rookies are able to beat veterans, rookies, beat anyone in their path, they'd be able to climb up. It is Nooms pretty much the front face of the rookies in Finsock Exchange. And I think the pressure, he, he drives on it. He drives on it, and I think it's going to put him to the next level. Awesome, everybody. Um, I know. I was, I was listening to you, Frenchie, and I hear what you're saying. And um, I, I just, I, I'm, I still don't. I still, I Finstock is not the reason that 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 faction is is doing so well. I'm sorry, but he's not. Not well, at least not from where where I am and what I see. And and all we see is what we're presented. You know what I mean? For all I know, behind the scenes. He's like the greatest fucking thing ever to happen to Schmodown. I doubt it, but it could be true. Uh, but right now, we are going to go ahead and play a game, everybody. We're going to play uh, – we've been playing the Guess That Schmodown, which is like Guess Who version of uh, of it but for Schmodown. We're going to play actual Guess Who rules this time. Uh, each of us on screen, you all have your cards, like, so you can look oh. at the – the descriptions of people. Okay. Uh, You've got soda here is going to run this for us again. And uh, so we've all got cards and because 
there are three factions participating tonight in the pay-per-view. Um, those three factions are the only three factions that we will be uh, that we'll be using. We'll be using their draft cards. Uh, so we've got the Finstock Exchange, uh, Corruption, and Quirky Marks that we'll be working with. Yeah, and, and I've chosen these at random. They're not in any particular order. So, yep. give me one second to bring up the cards. Uh. And and no managers, only the the drafted rosters. So, uh, so yeah, like I said, we'll be playing Guess Who style, which is like, you know, are they wearing glasses? Uh, do they have facial hair? Uh, stuff like that. Yes or no questions uh, about uh, uh, you know, so, are they wearing a black shirt? You know, stuff like that. So, this is going to be good. Uh, okay, so just to, so, so I know, are we using all three of them at once, or are we gonna rotate them out? All three at once. Like uh, we don't know which what faction the one person is from. Okay. Okay, so you guys ready? Oh, I'm yeah. first. Okay. Um, uh, does this person have long hair? No. Uh, does this person wear glasses? No. Oh, you're muted, Frenchie. Is this person smiling? In the picture? Yes. Your turn, Jay. Oh, what was the answer? I didn't hear the answer. The answer to his question was yes. They are some. They are smiling. Okay. Uh, I'm going to take a shot in the dark here, and I'm going to say Ty Lieberman. Nope. Oh, he went early. Uh, yeah, he there... usually shoots his uh, load early. <laughs> okay. Uh, does okay. Um, does this? Well, it's not. Right here. Okay, it's not. Okay, it's not. Um, okay. Does this person have a hat on? Nope. Okay. Do they have facial hair? Yes. Give me a second. I, I I don't know if I'm I freeze every time I go to the pictures. I'm I'm on my cell phone. Give me a second. I'm just gonna come and come back. You're not freezing. Okay, perfect. Um, so you can still hear me. Well, yeah, your picture's freezing, but we can still hear you, so you're good. Okay, perfect. Are you wearing a dress uh, jacket? Uh, so we're going off this picture. No. Yeah. Sorry. No. Double D? Is it, is it jo Josh Horowitz? No. Um, do they have black hair? Yes. Fuck. Hmm. It's double D, right? Double D's out. It's just you two. Oh, okay. Is it goal leader? It is my friend and yours. Uh, my fellow co host on, on uh, the Star Wars show. Yeah, it is goal leader. Good guess. 
I forgot about the glasses. I uh, didn't have glasses on. So. <laughs> Oh yeah, yeah. Since um, I'm like, oh, that's why occasionally, like, are we going off the picture because goal leader will wear the jacket, right? Yep. Okay, uh, so that one is done. So that one went to Lou, to Frenchie. All right, let's do the next one. Uh, and Liam, you'll start this time. We'll just keep going the uh, clockway clock. Uh, what is it? Uh, clockwise. Clockwise. Okay. Um. Let's go with, are they wearing a hat? No. It's me, I guess? Yep. Yes. Because I don't see the screen. Okay. Are they male? Yes. Um, uh, me. Uh, does this person have glasses on? No. Do they have a white shirt no i had to really look at that one <laughs> okay are they looking at the camera that is a great sense. question and yes <laughs> okay oh hold on sorry frenchie go what? ahead you're up frenchie I think he's free. he's gone. No, I, I think he's muted. Do do we see their teeth? No. You guys are insane. Um. Okay. Um. Um. Um, does this person have long hair? No. Um, is it Jeff Lowe? Jeff Lowe? No. Oh. All right. Yeah, I'm tempted for a guess here, just because why not? Um, yeah. Is it Joseph Scrimshaw? No. Okay, no hat, nail, no glasses, white shirt, no, looking at camera. You're up, Richie. Hey, Frenchie. Yeah, already Caucasian. Yes. Oh, this is tough. Um, I know. Um, well, it's not. Ah, uh, is it? Is it Marcos? No. I know. I think I know who it is. Anyways, go ahead. And shoot Gary? Nope. Ah, nobody got it this round. Sean Sullivan. Oh, okay. Uh, okay. So whoever says your shot was really fucking close. Uh, oh. <laughs> I was really silly. I asked the question about looking at the camera. He's not, and I still said him. That was really stupid oh, wait, of me. Was not looking at the camera? <laughs> yeah. 
right at the camera. I know. But they, they were good questions because that eliminated Scrimshaw right off the bat and eliminated McKee with the teeth. True, true. Uh, you got another one ready, Soda? Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. I've got a list ready to go to keep going. All right, Frenchie, what do you got? Um, Are they looking to the camera? Yes. Um... Do they have on a black shirt or jacket? Um, a black yes. top. Okay. Yes. That's half, half of of, of them. <laughs> oh, that was a dumb question, Jay. Uh, is this person a woman? No. Okay. Um, do they have long hair? No. What was Dan's question? I didn't hear it. If I was, if it was a, a woman. Okay. This might be. I, I'm sorry, people. Do we have a double chin? Oh. Yes. <laughs> you bastard! But yes. <laughs> I want that on the record. That like I was not. That that I I want that on the record. That whole exchange there and me calling Frenchie a dick. Uh, I just want that on the record. Frenchie, come on. <laughs> um, let's see. Do they uh, do they have facial hair? Yes. Okay. Oh, do they have glasses? No. Okay, I'm gonna give it a go. Is it gold leader? No, we that was the, no, that was the first one. Oh, oh, oh that's so dumb. <laughs> I know who it is. Uh, well, it's not your turn yet, is it? Oh, uh, it is. Oh, it is. All right. Alpha. Nope. Ah. <laughs> All right. <laughs> I'm glad he guessed that because I my I narrowed it down to Alba or Humphrey, so I'll say Humphrey. Nope. Oh is man. It barbarian? Nope. Ah. Well, it is Brother Lomas. Oh. Brother Lomas doesn't have to wait. He's not looking at the camera. Face. He's not looking at the camera. He's looking away. It's that's it's hard to tell in that picture if I'm being honest. He's looking away. He is looking away. His, no, no, his, his face is dead on, but his eyes are just to the side. I would say that's a tough. Guys, I, I don't. I don't know what to say. I, I don't know what to say. I, this was a bad call. It was a bad call by Soda from Spose of the North. Uh, he just he botched it. He botched it. It ruined the whole game. It ended up. It changed the outcome of everything. <laughs> I was gonna say Brother Lomas, but because it's hard to see that he has facial hair, I'm like, it has to be barbaric. I, I can tell the signs of some stubble on there, and, and since he's been in the league, he's always had at least stubble. Me, me, I would have said him if like with the whole eye question thing. I should have never asked that question because for me, it's obvious he was not looking at the camera. So that the only option available that was wearing black was Alba. Yeah, it, it, it is one of those. It is a, that one was a tough one. I will say that. Yeah. All right. Yeah. 
Yeah, okay. Dan, go ahead. Let's do okay. another round. Does this does this person have a hat? Hold on, let me get to the picture. No. Are they wearing glasses? Yeah, no. Are they a male? Male. Um, let's see. Uh, is it Mr. Kevin Smith? Nope. He has glasses on. Not in the picture, he doesn't. Oh, Kevin yeah. Smith doesn't wear his glasses in public. Oh, anymore. yeah, he doesn't. Okay, I'm so sorry. Um, so, uh, does this person have facial hair? Yeah. Is this person smiling? Oh, you missed me. No. Okay. <laughs> huh? No. Yeah, jump back to Liam. Frenchy skipped Liam. I, oh, I didn't realize there was still a French English rivalry going on. But... <laughs> um, okay, not smiling. Uh, do they have long hair? Yes. So is it double D now? Is it? Oh, I thought it was Frenchy. Okay. No, it's because um, French jumped. Lou jumped the line. Oh, you're muted. You're muted. So, is it John Humphrey? Yes, it is John Humphrey. Oh. Damn. Nice. Yeah, no shit. Nice. Okay. Uh, I don't know. I, I don't. I. I I'm never ever gonna win this game. I don't even think I've ever won when we played the the you know the big uh, the other version. But just play. You don't know just about winning. It's about playing the game. Dude. At least you didn't say an answer already given, Jay. <laughs> You're not as bad as me. It's a competition, and I want to win. You're supposed to do your best. You're not gonna win if like is it a man? Do they have glasses? Is it so and so? Like there's so many people that could be. Well, I just, I thought I had it, dude. I thought I had it. I just, you're, no. I don't know. But uh, let's play one more round. Uh, you ready to go? Yeah. Soda? Yeah. yeah, I'm ready. I've got my list. Let's go. Okay. Uh, do they have, uh, do they have sunglasses on? Nope. Oh. I have something to go in there. Are they showing their teeth? Nope. Are they a person of color? Nope. Uh, no. uh, is this a man? Yes. Uh, are they wearing a white shirt? Is he wearing a white shirt? Nope. Um, are they... Uh, no. Do they have... Sorry, I don't know what I'm asking. Do they have facial hair? Have we had that yet? Yes. Okay. Uh, I'm sorry to do this again. Do they have a double chin? <laughs> oh, no. Guys, okay. 
I just I want this to be on the record. It, it, for once, I'm not the one. I've been really good today. That's not me. This is great. I'm a Are, do they have their mouth open at all? No. Um let's see. I'm gonna ask if he has on an orange shirt. No. No. Hmm. Is it Jesse Swift? No. Okay. Is this Sean Sullivan? That was the second one, Lou. <laughs> what? That was the second uh, character we did. <laughs> oh, yeah. Damn it. <laughs> uh, so and him are out. Yeah, I'm, uh... Oh, who's out? Me and Fred. Oh, sorry. That's my bad. Is it Mike Kalinowski? Ding, 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 ding. Yeah. Um, well, good work. Good work, man. So the score is Dan, two, Lou, one. The rest of you all, fuck all. <laughs> all right, guys. Uh, so I've got two more lined up. Yeah, let's I, do one. What's up? I, I sadly have to jump off at 3.30, though. All right. So now? Yeah, pretty much. Well, everybody, we were going to do one more, but because Frenchie has to go, we're going to cut the show right now because of Frenchie, because he, 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 he because, because he, he, Frenchie put down his mic, he dropped it on the ground and walked away. Um, I'm sorry. Dude. And to my, to my defense, I have a double chin too, okay? Just saying. Oh, yeah, but yours, because it's hidden by a beard, isn't as prominent as mine. What's Details. I've got more oh, chin than a Chinese phone book. <laughs> are you French too, Soda? Yep, born in Quebec. Oh, all right. Well, I made it by French. Just well, like the uh, War of 1812. Well, I like you guys. So, you know, no issues here. So, hey, yeah, whatever. Uh, but, okay, everybody, we are going to go ahead and there. Um, I was uh, I was gonna go one more round, but but Frenchie's right. I said we'd only do an hour today, and I do have a I do have some stuff to do today too. I just would rather hang out with my friends on screen. But yeah, anyway, we're gonna call it there, guys. Until next week, where I'm not sure who our guest will be, but uh, next week will be fun as well, as it always is. Uh, Double D Frenchie Liam from uh, Euro Schmo. Be sure and go and subscribe to their YouTube channel. And uh, and and uh, follow them on the Twitter. Uh, good shit going on over there, Liam. Thank you very much. When is your show? Uh, when is your show on? Yeah, so Yoroshmo YouTube Sunday 8 p.m. UK time. I think that's about two American. I'm not sure, but um, yeah, 8 p.m. on Sundays UK time. Thank you. Thanks for having me as well. Yeah, of course. Uh, that actually that is 3 p.m. Eastern Standard Time here for folks in the states. So. Yep. Uh, so thank you very much, Liam, for being on. 
Uh, Soda, thank you as always for running the game, man. I love it. It's a lot of I fun. Love, I love hosting this game because believe it or not, I love blowing your guys' minds and making you guys think. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. We, we, we rarely do. So. Think? Yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, that'll do it for this week, everyone. Until next week, have a great safe one out there in the in the the, the wide open world. Just shut up, Jay. <laughs> You want to hear something funny? The mic wasn't on that whole time. No way. Yeah, for real. Oh, wow. (laughs) (laughs) So smooth.